0: 18
1: plus. Welcome to the Andrea K show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. You know I'm a bad girl. Do what I want, say what I like. Nobody can touch me. Trust me, I'm a bad girl. Get what I want, in the life. Nobody can touch me. You know I'm a bad girl. Woo! It's Friday night. Yes,
2: it is. And we are about to embark on hour two of tonight's Andrea K. Show. Um, we held Bob Walters over from his uh, from his um, segments because he had something really, really important to share with you guys about We the Kids. And take it away, Bob. Yeah, they've done uh,
3: a great deal with uh, making a, a program with Melaleuca. Now, that Melaleuca is a company, if you're not familiar with it, that sells all kinds of uh, cleaning and personal effects. And other uh, supplies, you can buy at very competitive prices. And now 5% of any such purchases will go towards We the Kids to help support them. That's awesome. Two million have already converted into this program. Two million.
2: Two million already through this program?
3: Yep. So I encourage people to get into it, see what MetaLuca is about, what they sell, and what you could use. And the prices are competitive. And the percentage of it goes back to We the Kids for a charity donation you you find out by looking up patriots switch patriot switch
2: Patriot Switch. You know what? I love this. I love this story, Bob. I'll let you go in a minute because I kept you over. But, you know, we talk so much as conservatives about these woke corporations. And and then we continue to buy from them. Products and services, right? Well, here's an opportunity. Obviously, this is a conservative outfit or they wouldn't be giving 5% of their proceeds to We the Kids. And so we here we get to support children. We get to support a conservative outfit. And so it's a win-win. So it's PatriotSwitch.com.
3: Yeah. Slash, we the kids.
2: Swa- slash, into the whole station. Yeah. Slash, we the kids. All right, Bob. Thank you yep. for being here. Thank you. Keep it up. Thanks, hon. All right. Now All right. Um, we're going to go to the phones because we've got um, Adrian is on the line who wants to talk about a boo boo bash and peaceful protest. Hello, Adrian.
1: Yeah, how's it going, Andrea?
2: It's going good. What's on your mind, my friend?
1: Good, good. Yeah, I just wanted to spread the word that there will be a peaceful protest amassed outside of this boobash event uh, tomorrow for its entirety, as long as they let us stay there. Well, and, well, back uh, up,
2: back up, my dear. What is the boobash? What are we talking about here?
1: We're talking about down at the Pride Plaza in Hillcrest, there will be having a... Uh, Picking off with, uh, they have their timeline on their website. They're going to have a drag queen story hour. They're going to have a um, all ages Disney villains drag show. (gasps) And that's what Bob was talking about. The event. It's going to be going down in San Diego tomorrow. That's happening tomorrow at 11 a.m. at Pride Plaza on Normal Street.
2: Wow. And so the event that, that, that Bob was talking about that parents went and spoke up about, this is the event.
1: This is the event. It will be going on tomorrow, and there will be a peaceful protest outside, and I'd like to encourage anybody that can make it to come out and stand up and make your voice heard for our children. Um, the planners of this event have seen the chatter on social media and have started a goFundMe page for security asking for fifteen thousand dollars for added security for the event. They've already amassed close to ten thousand with one of the largest benefactors being um, oh I forget the name, but it's twenty five hundred dollars in one shot by a trans activist local trans activist. Um, You can see it on GoFundMe. You can see some people are anonymous, but a lot of people are not. And you can see who's donating to this added security for this event because they're afraid that people are going to show up and have their voices heard.
2: Wow, yeah, I'm looking at the website, sdpride.org, forward slash event, forward slash boobash, an afternoon full of fun, the queerest Halloween party for youth and families, an afternoon full of fun and more games, trick-or-treating, costume contest, family-friendly drag show. This is disgusting, look, I don't care, as consenting adults. Who you have sex with and the privacy of your own home. Um, but but I hate these pride events because uh, even the adults at these pride events are running around in the middle of the street having sex with each other and engaging in, in uh, behaviors that should only be done in private. And first of all, and then now they're preying upon children. And this just makes me incredibly angry. Because the LB, the LB, what used to be, didn't uh, Adrian? Didn't it was it LB? How did it get to all these uh, L-G, letters?
1: L-G, I it, don't know. It, yeah, because, because you give them an inch and they take a mile. And well, that's why. yeah,
2: and the end game, the end game at the end of that mile is the P, and they want to normalize okay. pedophilia and uh, adult sex with children. And this is the conditioning for this is the gateway. This is the gateway for it. And I, yeah, I can't be
1: begin- anybody, anybody that wants to show up and have their voices heard. Just keep it peaceful, yeah, and uh, you know, stay out of people's faces, and uh, you know, let's just go and, and and show them that you know this is not welcome. I don't care what neighborhood it is. You don't you don't bring that in, into your children's faces. It's unacceptable. Well,
2: right, and what about the faces of the neighbors, the community? It, it, the assumption is that everybody who lives there. You know, is, you know, it, it, right. it, there's no respect for anybody else. This is a movement that started out supposedly seeking tolerance. Just where, you know, um, they were supposedly the party of tolerance and anybody that didn't support their choices for their lifestyle um, was intolerant. Then it became about validation that you were supposed to tell them, yes, you were born that way. There's nothing wrong with you. And now it's about forced participation that everybody now well, is if you supposed
1: look at to the sponsors. Yeah. If you look at the sponsors of the event, it's the Richest Nightclub. And you can go on their website and see what happens in their inside their nightclub with their pictures and you know their uh, statement on their website. And it's also being sponsored by, um, I believe it's Align is the name of it, is a, uh, a gender uh, transformation clinic in the Bay Area. And if this isn't about, you know, getting children to go in that direction, then what is this about? I mean, it's not not about building tolerance for their, you know, lifestyle. It's about, this is the way they reproduce. This is how they reproduce. Yeah. Because they can't do it naturally.
2: No. Yeah. Well, I thank you for being here, Adrian. Thank you for speaking up for children.
1: Thank you. Thank you for letting me speak.
2: All right. Take good care.
1: Good night. Yep.
2: All right. We, this is such, I mean, talk about a cancer that has spread so quickly skins we weren't talking about this two years ago on the show
0: no and, and how people and you know and I know people of you know uh, that are heterosexual that are homosexual that would both be just they would be outraged well, about yeah. how this is even transpiring.
2: Well, yeah, Gays Against Groomers was, was taken down off of Twitter, uh, off of pretty much everywhere. I think they, they I think PayPal cut them out. And, you know, because, uh, yeah, I mean, I've got friends of mine that are gay. They would, not, they would never period. go to this. It is not
0: right to do this to no. children.
2: No. No, that's why Gays Against Groomers exists, because they came out and said, well, first of all, the, the recruiting into trans is wrong. It's immoral. And these drag queen story hours, look, you know, um, it it would never be acceptable. And I've used this analogy many times. People think it's an accurate one that if your kids were over at a play date at somebody's house and the dad came out in a thong and started spreading his legs everywhere and twerking in the kid's face and the kids were putting money in his G string, it would be considered inappropriate. We have completely normalized pedophilia because that's what this is. That's what this is, and the drag queen story hour stuff is basically it's the um, the softening of the mark. It's the, it's called gro- it's it, it's conditioning. That's what the term grooming is about. Uh, t- typically, you know, sexual abuse of children doesn't come typically in the form of it happens where uh, you know a kids in a restroom and they get assaulted. But the majority of sexual abuse of children comes from somebody who's known to the child family friend, and they little by little start, you know, worming their way into the psyche of the child. And that's what's going on here on a massive scale nationally. That's what's going on here. This used to
0: be an issue, Andrew, where across the board, everybody would look at somebody like that and call them a sicko.
2: Well, yeah. Yeah, When did we become as a nation... A nation so off the rails mentally that we're now saying there's no such thing as male and female and five-year-olds can go and say, mommy, you know, I'm a, I'm a girl, not a boy. And the parents are going to go and commit chemical castration on a five-year-old. We've sanity is on the ballot for these midterms, 100%, 100%, 100%. And let me tell you, if we don't stop this. This country's gone. That's why I say it. You, you know, everybody, says, 2024,
0: I don't care about 2024. We either get it in line now or we're done.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. With the Lucky Lands left, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
4: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions
2: apply. See website for details. All right, well, we're done with this segment. How's that for a segue? <laughs> I've got a question for y'all when we come back. An interesting, I think it's an interesting pop culture question for you guys. It has to do with airplanes and uh, a woman who says, Hey, I'm not the bad guy here. The other people are. Stay tuned. This is the Andrew K. Show on AIM 1170. The answer, San Diego.
1: News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
5: Oh, my gosh.
2: Excuse me. Right as we came back for break, <laughs> I had to take the biggest yawn. Y'all, it has been a long week. I didn't say anything beforehand. I know that I've gotten some email messages from y'all like, hey, AK, where were you last night? Second second hour of the show. Um and why you haven't been on the socials. She's been tired. I have been war slap out babies. Here's what I agreed to do this week, and today's the final day of it. I actually agreed to fill in for Kara McKinney on her TV show Tipping Point on One America News, and when she asked me to do it, I thought, no big deal. You know, I do the radio show at night. I'll go over to OAN. and the, the two mo- shows. Yeah. And it was way more work than I thought it was going to be uh, to do the show for Kara because um, it's not just a talking head, sit down and talk situation. It's full production with... Um, had to write and, some
0: of your own stuff, too. I
2: had to write. Uh, one of the things that... Um, a lot of people don't realize that, and Tucker Carlson has said this before, but TV hosting jobs for the most part in news media are writing jobs primarily. And when when you see somebody sitting and reading off a teleprompter, they're writing that. <laughs> so, um yeah. So, I have been all week, I've been working from 7 a.m. till 8 o'clock. And if anybody from the Tipping Point crew and One American News is... um listening to me right now i want to give a big shout out to y'all you were absolutely wonderful to me this week it was an amazing experience something i've never done before and it was just super fun and just super thrilling and just a great honor to do it so um so that's what kind of why i've been a little missing in action but of course i i couldn't just take time off from my own show because i love being here with you guys right um All right, after the break, coming up next segment, I'm gonna read some emails about another little gig I did last week. (laughs) I actually went up and did Dr. Phil last week and the show aired today. I didn't tell anybody about it for a couple reasons and I'll share that with you as well. And then I'll read to y'all some emails that I got from some crazy listeners. All right, so for now, here's my question for you guys. There There was a story I saw the other day of a woman on Instagram. And she's like, I'm not the villain here. She's being excoriated because she was on an airplane and she was asked to move, pressured to move, bullied to move her seat to accommodate a family. And evidently the type of plane that she was on was, it wasn't one of those big ones where it's two seats and a bunch of seats and two seats. It was basically two and two. I, I can't remember the configuration, but it was, you know, um, for the most part today, it's you know on Southwest I think you get a you get like um, a boarding pass. How does Southwest do it? They do it on the basis of um, you get a number, but you stand in order A B C group, right? Uh, there's the A group one through thirty, and then you you know how Southwest works. And then you get on and it's a free-for-all, but you you board based upon your group, but it's open seating. On other airlines, they actually charge more money for certain seats on the plane. So I'm not sure what the situation was with this woman, but she didn't want to move her seat. And I don't know why she was considered, and you guys tell me what you think, 888 344 Do you think it's wrong of a single woman or a single person to not want to move their seat to accommodate a family? I was asked to do that one time and I did it once and it was a Southwest flight and then they, then they asked me to do it again and finally I was like, no. And people were really angry at me about it. And I'm like, let me explain something to you. I booked my flight far in advance so I could take advantage of price savings, okay? The you want to get a Wayfair? Then I paid extra money so I would, uh, and I can't even remember what Southwest calls it, so that I could, I think it's $25 each way now, so that I could be as close as possible to the early boarding group so that I would be in a position to be able to pick my seat. And I need an aisle seat. Because I can't stand the idea of feeling trapped in a window, um, especially a window. A window to me is even worse than a middle seat. Because, and Southwest is three seats, aisle three seats. I need an aisle seat. I need to be able to feel like I, I have a tiny bladder. I like to drink my cups of coffee and I don't want to have to be crawling over people every time I want to go, you know, stretch my legs, every time I want to go the, to the restroom because I drank my copious amounts of coffee because <laughs> that's how I roll, Right. Um, And people got angry at me. And it's like, uh, you know, I don't understand this idea that because people made a choice in their life to have kids and made a choice in their life to travel with those kids, that now that's supposed to take precedence over everybody else's needs, feelings, wants and desires.
0: This is a simple story, Andrea. If they really want to take a a complete family trip and stay together, plan in advance.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I don't think there's anything wrong of necessarily asking somebody, "Hey, do you mind moving around?"
0: But don't expect a yes. You
2: shouldn't expect it. And if somebody says no, then then when you ask, "Would you mind moving?" That's not supposed to be that's supposed to be a genuine question. Well, it's just like when you ask
0: somebody how their day is. Most people just expect, oh, my day is great. But they kind of, be, they kind of take it back when you tell them anything else.
2: Well, if I'm asked a yes or no question that has to do with my feelings, don't pretend that you're at, literally asking whether or not I'm okay with something if you're not going to be okay with the word no. Because then you're not really asking if I'm okay with something. You're basically in a manipulative, duplicitous, phony manner, basically declaring a demand of me. And I don't think anybody has the right to make that demand.
0: No, you paid for your seat. You did it well in advance so that you could be situated where you wanted to be situated.
2: Right. Right. Uh, Do I think that it's nice of some people to accommodate somebody else? Maybe. I mean, I I think it should be whatever somebody feels in that moment. Don't, but don't be making demands of people. It's just, you know. Um I, I was on a plane with, um, uh, you know, I, I've seen many acts of kindness when it comes to families where people are helping out with, with you know, somebody's kids or whatever. And, you know, I, I think that's great. But yeah, just sometimes
0: maybe somebody will feel moved. They'll help you out. But, right. Uh, but again, it's not always going to happen. Work out your way.
2: Right. And, and and then I was thinking about that in the context of Joe Biden. So Joe Biden's at the microphone the other day and he's talking about the great racist, uh, you know, issue of our time. Middle seats.
0: Are you telling me airplane middle seats are racist? They are
2: now because evidently, because what was I just talking about? I guess the idea is that planes now will charge more. Um, You you buy your ticket and then you get your seat assignment. And based upon where you want to sit, some of the seats are just included in the price of the ticket but if you want a good exit row seat where there's extra leg room or maybe you know you want um you don't want you want an aisle seat or a window they charge more for the seat and i guess the i guess his his, his i don't know what i guess the latest uh racist card is that because people of minorities can't afford to pay the extra money that they're stuck in a middle seat i i i, I don't know i guess that's what he's yammering about how many poor people can afford to buy a plane ticket right now? Some people
0: can't even get on a plane.
2: I think that is the dumbest, st- stupidest, most intellectually insulting attempt to try to change the conversation from the fact that his policies have people unable to afford to, to pay for a tank of gas. People can't ha, are having to decide, am I going to pay my electric bill this month or buy food? They're not going, gee, am I going to get stuck in a window, in a middle seat on my flight to Brussels? That's not happening. That's not the great uh, human rights issue of our time. You
0: know, Andrea, them starting to basically rose color glass the economy right now is really starting to uh, gnaw on my insides just a little bit. And the more they try and dissuade the American people, I'm not going to lie, I'm angry about it.
2: Well, yeah, and you know what? It's not going to work. That's why they're having to. That's why they're having to cook up. You know stories. I mean, Carrie Lake was saying, I'm not really sure um, what what went on here, but I love her so much. And um, here's she's saying that the mainstream media didn't want to cover new polls about her, so they had to run a complete garbage story. This is how you this is how you roll. This is how you uh, run a campaign. Skins, please play clip two.
5: I have a story for you. We had an incident this morning at our campaign headquarters. Now I didn't go crazy, and I didn't throw a bunch of statements out. But we had an incident where somebody was seen rummaging in our campaign office. And I have evidence to believe it may have been Katie Hobbs herself who was involved in this. And so I want you to take the same vigor you put into the story, the lies that were spread yesterday. And I want to make sure you guys, I saw last night, Fox 10 News, my old employer, wow. They actually did more to protect the criminal in this case. They blurred his face. They protected Katie Hobbs because they're carrying her water. And they defamed me. They put defamatory statements, lies about me. And the reason they didn't, that they did that is because this was the real news yesterday that none of you wanted to cover. We're 11 points up. You're in a frenzied panic because your chosen candidate is not winning. You didn't want to cover this, so you had to run with a completely garbage story. Shame on each and every one of you. Shame on you.
2: Boom. Boom. She's right. The media doesn't want to cover the truth about where we stand in the polls, about the issues, the the agenda, what matters to the American people. No, they just want to push lies and smears and defame. And their favorite people to defame is 75 million voters that are MAGA.
4: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
2: We come back. Maybe uh, Skins will take a look at the news, see if there's anything breaking, any further evidence of what actually happened with Paul Pelosi. And then we come back. I'll share with you um, my little story of going on Dr. Phil and some of the emails I got. Stay tuned for that.
1: Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. That's
2: right. And we are finishing up tonight's Friday night show. going to share with you guys a little bit about, uh, I went on Dr. Phil last week. And I wasn't sure I was going to tell anybody uh, about it. Was it last week? Yeah, it was last, I think it was, a, a, it'll be two weeks ago this coming Monday. Um, so it was a, a little over a week and a half ago. Rolled up to, to LA to do it. The topic was First of all, I didn't promote it because I didn't even know when it was. They didn't bother to tell me. Uh Second of all, it's like then I, I found out that when Moms for Liberty were on, uh they cut it and edited it to make them look stupid and foolish. So I was like, you know what? It was a great experience to go up there. But, you know, I don't know that I want to help Dr. Phil make me look like a fool Although people, you know, friends of mine and people did actually watch it. Um, I, I didn't. I haven't seen it yet. But I did get some interesting emails on it. The topic was, I don't remember how they, they put it on the, um, I don't remember how they put it on the the. Title of the show, but the topic had to do with our girls dressing too skimpy these days, and I put absolutely. I, I, they called me; the producers did multiple times in advance to ask from ask me for my take on it, and I said absolutely they were. It's it's disgraceful. It's inappropriate. Um, it's it's inappropriate the way they're dressing in front of in, in front of families in front of children, and um, uh, so that was my take on it. Um, okay, so here's a couple. Of- <laughs> Emails I got on it. I mean, to, you know, Skins is kind of like, um, you know, what we've been talking about with, with kids and, you know, the the pride. You know, I mean, we've become a society where, and a lot of this has has to do with social media, to where people were, are behaving. First of all, we've destroyed our, Ju- not destroyed, but de- the left has done everything they could to take away our Judeo-Christian principles and values, right? Um, we've normalized narcissism we've normalized devaluing um women well back
0: on the the, just the narcissist comment that you just made that's what social media has done to women yeah it makes them try and they have to be like it like everybody else like the kim kardashians of the world they're constantly looking in the mirror and taking selfies and then younger and younger they're pushing the envelope with this skimpy clothing that is yeah outright disgusting
2: it is outright disgusting it's absolutely outright disgusting the other day i was going into a store and i see and i mentioned this on the show i think and i'm and i'm behind this girl who in her 20s and practically the entire uh uh, you know backside of her shorts were cut out i mean why in the world are you walking around in public like that and this is, and, and there's people, and I see young women walking around with their, with their parents like this. A friend of mine said she went to a child's uh, birthday party that was at a pool, and one of the moms was walking around in a teeny uh, G string bikini in front of all the children and the, 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 the dads.
0: Well, you hit the nail right on the head. That's part of the problem, too. Not, not, not all, a lot of classy moms out there. There's some moms that dress like that in front of other dads and in front of their children
2: yeah and it 's be and it 's all about getting attention it 's all about getting it, it and social media is a huge part of a uh, uh, part of the decline in our modesty and our morality and uh, they have we have normalized shocking behavior and it starts with women or started in, in part with women on social media uh, doing things that it 's almost as though you know that you're when you post this it 's going to go out in public, but it 's not the same. Uh, And, and, and then women are, you know, um, we know these software programs for these socials are designed to give you a dopamine, dopamine hit when you get a like. And so a girl can put out something showing her body and get 4,000 likes and feel good about herself. But let me ask these women this, would you feel good about yourself stripping down like that and twerking with, if you had to look at the faces of those 4,000 people in in a, on a, on a stage? It's very different when it's kind of like the keyboard warrior thing, right? Where people get very bold and they'll attack you and say things hiding
0: behind their keyboard.
2: Hiding behind their keyboard, and so um, in, in an attempt to compete for attention, girls are, are are putting their bodies out there. And let me tell you, this is my take: eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. If you want to disagree with me, I don't care how progressive you think society is. There is still male female. God designed us to be wired differently as human beings, emotionally, mentally, psychologically. And of course, we have to generalize because there's always outliers, right? There's always some girls that are just completely free from the time they're born to feel, you know, that they can just expose their body and be exhibitionist. But by and large, once Eve gave Adam the apple, modesty became a part of who we are as human beings. It is not typically in the nature of a woman. To want to give of herself sexually, because disrobing is a part of a sexual act, it is not in our nature to want to do that for every tom Dick and Harry that goes by, and yet young women are doing that, and they 're absolutely doing it for attention and One of the things that made me so angry on this Dr. Phil set was that it was like, oh, if you don 't want to look look at it, look the other way. why is it? why is the burden on me to not see somebody 's sexual parts?" Why is that on, my, on me? How about you keep that behind closed doors? Why are you forcing that onto society? And this is so much about the liberal mindset that they feel just entitled to shove their ideology, shove their ag- agenda on everybody else, which includes now shoving their breast in their, and their heinies in people's faces. Because that's what's going on here. So that was my take today. So um, here's a couple of email responses that I got. Okay. First of all, I got sent a, a, a link to—I'm um, not even going to read this—to a website that has to do with heinies. Um Jay Gould emailed me, but was was too dumb to even make a comment or figure out how to actually put a comment through my website, Um, Here's what Jay Dunk had to say: Andrea K, <laughs> Andrea K is a relic from the Handmaid's Handmaiden era. The proof that she's a misogynistic right-wing... How How is a woman a misogynist, by the way? Can you explain that to me?
0: No, but I just want to say they got it all backwards. AK is a classy Southern lady.
2: Thank you. And by the way, they had this fashionista on there talking about this. Class never goes out of style. Nope. Okay. And I told her, by the way, because they showed images of her up there where they had to blur out her breasts that were basically bared to the world. Her butt cheeks hanging out in another, you know, pic... And, and I and I said to her, I said, you are as beautiful and as sexy sitting here in this suit as you are in any of these pictures. The idea that women, it is uh, uh, the idea that somehow empowerment comes from women just freely handing over their most God given precious gifts is despicable and disgusting to me. Your self-worth should not be based on validation from anybody and what they think of your body. That's sad to me. So here's what this clown goes on to say. Andrea Kay is a relic from the Handmaiden era. The proof that she's a misogynistic right-wing crackpot is clear from the list of shows she has appeared on and the things she retweets. Go back into your cave, Wilma. (laughs) And stop pretending that you represent intelligent, self-confident, and independent women. I'll tell you something else. I'm not uh, 25 years old like some of these girls. They tried it out there. But um, there was a time in which I could rock a size zero to bikini as good, if not better than most women. Okay, I had about 14. I was checked one time and literally had 14 percent body fat. I've never needed to avoid a mirror or a bikini. I just chose to dress in a manner that was classy. My most I'm going to tell you all what I told Dr. Phil. My most important, he seemed confused by this by this comment, and I, I won't go there, but let me tell you, Dr. Phil is not what he used to be, but I will say that my most important lady part is and has always been my brain, and that is the part that I have always led with in my life. I'm going to go to the phones. Wendy is on the line, and she, has, she wants to comment on my views on women and how they dress. Hello, Wendy.
4: Hi. Thanks, Andrea. My mom and I love listening to you. Oh, um, thank you. Yeah. So, you know, I was driving out of San Diego State because I work out there today, and, you know, there's a lot of people getting ready for Halloween. This group of ladies was walking down the street wearing kind of bathing suits, with the, but they were thongs, and their behind was so completely exposed that an old man walking by took a picture Ugh. of them. Now, I think he was probably doing it to show an example of how bad things have gotten, but these ladies, they they think that's cool, mm-hmm. and it's just absolutely disturbing. It was something you would you would have blocked out if you put it on TV, and they're walking down the street like that. So, I agree, it's getting way out of hand.
2: Well, it is, and 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 it's and these young women don't they were probably thought, oh great, they're, you know, he's taking a picture of us, not realizing that they're degrading themselves yeah. in that moment. If that's your idea of good attention for men. Wow, that's sad to me, yeah, Wendy, yeah. because um it, because basically it, it That's their entire self-worth is wrapped up in somebody's opinion of their body, not on who they are as a human being. And to me, I thought the feminist movement was supposed to be about recognizing women's accomplishments, their achievements, their intelligence. I mean, somebody's saying that, you know, I don't represent intelligence and confidence. Tell me what represents and what what about having your butt cheeks hanging out or your breast exposed to the world? What about that has anything to do with intelligence?
4: Absolutely, and they're they're. That's how they started in the afternoon. They're going to go to parties tonight, and mm. I don't think well of how they're going to end up tonight. They don't understand what they're triggering, um, right. what they're inviting. And on the other hand, though, you can't stir up a discussion about um, transgender males competing with women. They're afraid to say anything. So, in in literally in like just a couple of years, they've completely flipped the narrative about women, title nine's gone. They have no idea about that. It's just, it's all destroyed. And I think it's on purpose.
2: So yeah, it is Wendy. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. All right. Bye bye. Bye now. Well, yeah. And, and another aspect that came up with Dr. Phil was um, the, the, uh, there was a a gal in the audience whose daughter was, I, I, I think she said her daughter was attacked when she was in college or she was concerned her daughter daughter was going to get attacked in college, you know, um, so there was a there was a discussion about whether or not, you know, um, this does incite, you know, predators and 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 creeps and freaks, and you know, no, there's nothing that a woman wears, by the way, that justifies any assault on her. However, I will say, and, and and I don't think I had an opportunity uh, to phrase it this way, but I, I think that what the woman was trying to say is is in line with this. I, re, I remember Donald Rumsfeld. And Donald Rumsfeld, the, the late Donald Rumsfeld, once said, people who put themselves in harm's way, put themselves in harm's way. And that's not to blame a woman for what she's wearing, but... If you're going to ring the dinner bell, you've got to understand that dogs are going to salivate. And just like, I mean, and do you not tell children to look both ways before they cross their street? Because if, if you tell them that, it's going to shame somebody who got hit by a car. No. Do you tell women to not pay attention when they're coming out of a store or walking in, in, in dark areas to look around and be aware of their surroundings? Of course you do. To deny that there are predators out there is ridiculous and, den- and, and naive. So yeah, you you are you, the the same young women that are looking for a reaction are gonna get a reaction. Just saying. We're gonna take a break, we come back. We got a movie review to share with you guys going into the weekend, a little something, something to take with you, a little idea for you guys, and we hear of the weekend sneak of the week. Don't go away.
1: AK dynamite and address. Or just Andrea K, Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. A little Friday fun day segment for you guys here. Our man Skins has a movie review for you guys. Yeah, went to the theater the other night.
0: My sons and I, as you know, big in the comic Marvel DC universe. And yep. we went to go see with Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Black Adam.
2: Okay. Um... I think I I, I think I hear Black Adam and I immediately think that this is some some kind of woke.
0: No, nothing woke about this movie. That's one thing you definitely like about it.
2: Okay, well, then tell us about it.
0: No, it's your it's a great superhero movie from the DC universe and kind of like Shazam semi related. Dwayne Johnson plays Black Adam and he's been pretty much imprisoned for thousands of years and is uh, awoken to basically save this city that's been oppressed, and he becomes their protector. It's pretty awesome. Pierce Brosnan, actually, for me, is the highlight of the movie. He's in it as a wizard called Dr. Fate, and I think he steals the show.
2: Okay, interesting. He is one of those kinds of actors um, that... Believe it or not, you think of him as, and what was the TV? You think sh- him of him
0: as James Bond.
2: Well, yeah, plus he did that cheeky show back in the 80s. He did
0: Reming- Remington Steel.
2: Remington Steel. I never watched that show, but one of my girlfriends had such a crush on him. She loved that show. So you think of him as some, somebody who's cheeky with his accent and just very, you know, light. He's very
0: you- suave in this movie.
2: Well, but you, I guess I'm, I'm, imagining that it's suave, but with a little devilishness to him.
0: Oh, not in this movie. In oh, this okay. movie, he's, he, you see he is like the shining light of the movie.
2: Oh, okay. Because I was going to say he's somebody that can also do a little dark. He can, he can go tough.
0: And that is actually, there, there's a little bit of darkness to the movie, but it's classic good versus evil, which I think I always love seeing stories like that. And Light obviously wins out in the end without giving anything away. And there is a huge, you know, this is why I like Top Gun Maverick. There is a huge father-son theme threaded throughout the movie, and it really plays out nicely. When you reach the climax of the film,
2: okay, good. Because one of the things I'm, I'm, I, I've, I've for a long time now, I've been like, look, I, I kept a list of actors if they were in it, I wasn't going to watch it because I wasn't going to support right um, their political crap. And then um, at at that point, it was when it was these actors pushing their politics outside of their movies, oh, yeah. And then it became the movies themselves became just nothing but a propaganda. And you know push. What? And
0: That's great, Andrea. Because Marvel, I'll just flat out say it, and I love the comics. Marvel, you need to tone down the woke. Because you're losing me on a lot of your projects. DC's Black Adam, they're creeping up on you. And it was a home run.
2: Good. Good. Maybe I'll go check it out. Because, And that's what we need to do is we need to support, just like we were talking about with Bob Walters at the top of the show with his, you know, with the, I need to get the link for that. Uh, Metaluca, I think, is the company. So we need to co- support conservative outlets. Send a message to Hollywood. We're going to go see movies that are, that are about entertainment, that are not about your political propaganda push. And you
0: know, support and, The Rock, Andrea, because he also helped produce this movie as well. He's a very positive, very outgoing, uh, family friendly person.
2: Well, there are some people that don't like his politics, but I think the way that he, I, I, but I don't, when I say I won't go see a movie because of somebody's politics, it's not necessarily simply because of a political belief exactly. they have. It's because I don't, I'm not, I'm not like the left. Okay. I, I don't, I can exist in a world with people I disagree with. Right. Um, it's, it, it's about how it's approached. It's about whether it's, you can, you can always tell whether it's about intellectual honesty, um, whether it's about something like, gee, you know, I actually, you know, believe that it's a, you know, a, raising taxes is a good thing versus, you know, Trump is evil and everybody who votes for Trump is evil. And I believe in mutilating children's, you know, with transit. And you know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say, right? So let's leave it here. Four out of five
0: stars. Uh, it is PG-13. So parents screen the movie before you take your, your little kids. But it is a great family movie, great comic movie. I think people are going to enjoy it.
2: Okay. Um, Hero of the weekend, Stink of the Week. Who you got?
0: Stink of the Week, you. I did not get my coffee.
2: Well, I didn't promise it this week. I'm joking with you. It could be coming next week. You know, I didn't have a whole lot of time. You know, uh, but like a legit serious stink. Who you got?
0: Wow. You know what? There's so, and I hate even saying this, there's so many stinks right now on the Republican side, on the Democrat side, people that just aren't given a rat's rear end about how this country is going to be shaped.
2: Yeah, I've got to say that I think that Fetterman continuing in the race... Is
0: a stink. He can be his own man and drop out, Andrea.
2: Yeah, he should have never run. This this um, uh, stroke happened before the primaries, and it, it, if he's as bad now, think about how bad he was before the primaries. What an incredible act of selfishness when uh, this is not somebody who's uh, clearly not somebody who's running for public service, but running to serve himself or the Democrat Party. And I and for him to act as though. Uh, stand on that stage and act as though he was somehow morally superior to Dr. Oz or anybody else. Just, he's disgusting to me as a human being. I can have sympathy... Uh, you know, for somebody, you know, um, it, and it's less even about the stroke than it is. I think he's a disgusting human being. I think he's a liar. I think he's a hypocrite. He wants to, he's okay with putting murderers back out on the, his, he uh, defends criminals and murderers knowing that he's going to put them back out on the street and they're going to murder again. If you're on the side of murderers, you're, you are equally bad as a murderer to me. And, and to me, for him to even be able to run for office is just absolutely astounding to me. Um, I'm struggling to find a hero. How about
0: Adrian that called in a little bit earlier to stand <gasps> yeah. up for the kids and also for, for parents here in San Diego?
2: Yeah. Yeah. We need Good more. job. Yes. We need more Adrians. We need more people that are willing to step up and take a Saturday and go, you know what? I'm not just going to sit around and yammer and complain. I'm going to do something. I'm going to go it. and do something. I'm going to actually go take, take my time and my feet and i'm going to go speak up on behalf of kids so adrian Hat you tip. you yes you are our hero of the week and we love you and we love all y'all and we will be back monday 6 p.m. pacific time have a great weekend peace out